said, I feel like it's been so long. Yo, we're having trouble molding our schedules. This is harder than we thought. It is very hard. It's tricky. I feel like we need the time zones to be flopped because I can't record during the middle of the day normally. And that's when but I am could. completely free. <laughs> yeah. 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 But we're making this work. If only we could just record our Marco Polos. Like another shout out to Marco Polo. If you're living in a time difference with people and you're not using Marco Polo, what are you even doing with your life? I mean, it's the best. Yeah. Yeah. You're a fool. You're <laughs> anyway, what's going on? Your parents just visited. Y'all watched some football. How is fall in Nashville? Uh, fall in Nashville is honestly amazing. It's so nice. All the leaves are starting to change. I will say it's kind of hot today, though, which is annoying. But yeah, I feel like it's beautiful outside. I feel like I've been spending a ton of time outside. My parents were here. We like went on runs and walks and then had people over to eat soup and hang out with my parents, which was really just sweet and fun. I appreciate like both from my parents' side that they're, they want to like know my people and spend time with my people. And then also that all my friends want to hang out with my parents. Yeah. I mean, your parents are kind of the coolest, so makes sense. They are. They're, they're the best. So it was really fun. So are all the girls wearing chunky sweaters and drinking pumpkin spice lattes or is that happening yet? Um, I don't think it's happening quite yet. It's too hot. Okay. But soon. I've been trying to track or sort of not track what I'm missing because I don't know what fall is like here typically, but it has been a little more gloomy and dreary the last few days. And everyone has mm. really been warning us about the impending darkness. And okay. I'm just realizing, yeah, it's not the normal fall feels of like pumpkin spice latte and pumpkin things and football. Like none mm-hmm. of that is here. So yeah, that's true. Might feel as folly. Um, yeah, it's still nice. I did buy like a shit ton of pumpkins and mums to put on my front porch. Mm. So everyone is really like decorating with fall vibes in my neighborhood, yeah. which is really nice. Oh, I love that so much. Fun, 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 fun. So is it gray? Yeah, it's really gray. Uh, well, today it was sunny. Uh, it's kind of back and forth, but I do hear okay. that it gets very gray. So we've been we've been preparing ourselves for that. I mean, even the boys, one of them said the yeah. other day, hey, mom, I feel kind of sad sometimes when it's dark like that or like gray like mm. this. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we, uh, yeah, we're going to prepare ourselves for what that's going to be like yeah. for four long months because we're so used to the sunshine even I though know. we get cold in Colorado you know so that's true yeah it's gonna be something what about one of those um sad lamps I know someone said that actually my neighbor Brandon was saying he got like a, a special lamp or whatever and I mean everyone's saying take your vitamin d mm-hmm. get outside during the day when you can you know it'll be fine it'll be fine but I get kind of emo and like right poetry Mm -hmm. and journal during this kind of mood. So I might just be really sad and dark during the season. My fourness will come out, even though I still don't know what I am on the Enneagram. Um, Yeah, you got some four in there for sure. For sure. Um, I did have something incredibly exciting today, but I have to wait to tell you till our hyperfixation. So. Oh my gosh. Okay. I can't wait. (sighs) Bursting at the seams. But anyway. um, What else has been going on? Yeah. Well, we are, have made it to fall break 
like you guys, this is a very big deal. So back at the beginning of the school semester, you know, two, three months ago, um, particularly when Michael was really struggling, fall break was sort of our like <laughs> point of like our goal point that we were working mm-hmm. toward. So we've made it to fall break. We're just here. We're here. We have two weeks off. Their schooling is sort of year round. So we have a two week break now we'll have a two week break again at Christmas time. Um, some of the moms call November, no school November, because mm-hmm. I guess you only end up having, it's like 14 or 15 days of school in the month of November. <laughs> so love it. So I kind of feel like we're going to be coasting toward Christmas yeah. and I'm not mad about it. So yeah. very proud of where we've come and yet still lots, lots of growing to be had. So I know. How is Michael doing? You know, better, I would say. Mm -hmm. I mean, y'all, I just can't even express how challenging it is to move overseas with a family. It has been, I mean, so good in so many ways. I am definitely realizing I'm more of one who's like grow where you're planted kind Mm -hmm. of mentality. So I would in no way call myself a city girl, but I'm like, okay, we're living in a city. I mean, absolutely. If I sat here and named all the things that were hard about public transportation and all of it, I could find a plethora of things, but I'm just kind of embracing the season of it. And so I think that it's been harder for him to feel the positivity, which is not like him at all, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think the thing that we're realizing is that we are living two completely separate experiences here. Mm. And we've never quite had a period of our marriage where it's felt that way. Like usually our lives are more enmeshed. Yeah. Whereas here, I mean, he's going to work every day. He's, I mean, we don't see each other for most of the day. And in that time period, I can be going to the grocery store, going to German classes, meeting a friend for lunch, cleaning the bathrooms. Like I'm still doing, I don't, I mean, it's not like I'm sitting around watching movies, but I'm interacting in the community more yeah. and getting more of the, I'd say like Berlin experience. And so it feels hard to connect and to have the energy to connect after we're both having long, tiring days, but in such different ways. And so how are we doing? I mean, we both really need therapy. Okay. We need, I mean, that's like a, I'm not, it's not tongue in cheek. Like we really are trying to find therapists and time to have to go through therapy here. Yeah. Um, because we both value it so much, but what is the process for finding a therapist in Berlin? I mean, very hard because what we didn't realize is that therapists in the U S are not necessarily certified to give even virtual therapy to someone living out of the U S. So then it becomes reaching out to international therapy boards and, or finding a therapist here. The problem is the time, the best time he has to do it is like 8 p.m., which would be noon back in Colorado. So we were like, great. Actually, that time difference would be perfect. Yeah. But I mean, how is he can't squeeze it in during his day? His day is jam packed. So gosh, I just don't know. It's it's very hard. If anybody listening has any <laughs> recommendations or help on that end, we would greatly receive it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that is tough. It, it's a lot. Yeah. So definitely feeling a bit defeated on all that. I mean, we're excited yeah. to get away and hopefully connect through that, but it's um it's been very challenging. 
So yeah. And I feel like when y'all were in Colorado, you just had a lot of time like as a family together. Mm -hmm. Like his schedule wasn't as demanding. He was home earlier or I don't know. It's interesting that it feels, I guess you were working too. Yeah. We can't really put our finger on why there's less time. It's very bizarre because at home I was working and one of us would do kid drop off and one would pick up. That's the same thing we're doing here. But it feels much more like ships passing in the night here. Yeah. Um, And I don't know if it's also the public transport. Like our commute back home was like 20 minutes or less. And here it's 45 minutes to an hour, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. We really can't quite figure it out, but everyone is telling us it's normal. There's going to be ups and downs. This is just part of it. It's just, it's, it's the whole, um, it's the growth mentality. I mean, we're the phrase that keeps coming and I stole this from Caroline. Again, Caroline's our new Taylor Swift. We're going to mention her on every episode, but Caroline was saying this analogy of like putting in the reps, like you go to the gym, you're not going to walk out swole with your dream Mm -hmm. body the first day you got to put in the reps to get to where you want to be and to get to what your goal is so emotionally logistically right now we're putting in reps to build connection and to do the work to get to where we want to be but that part isn't fun that part feels exhausting it's demoralizing and uh, humiliating and humbling and exhausting and yet to get to the end goal you got to put in the reps Mm -hmm. you know so I feel like that's what we're in right now is just the not fun parts of doing the work, but it's worth it, you Um, know? So, and I feel like really it's that y'all are just having such a different emotional experience. Like basically like Michael is having a harder time and doesn't necessarily love it and you love it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, that is very hard to like not emotionally be on the same page with someone who's, I had the best day. I love doing X, Y, and Z. And then for the other person to be like, wow, we're having such different experiences. Like I'm not happy here, you know? Right, right. And then the guilt I feel for loving it. Like I almost don't want to tell mm-hmm. him about my day because my day was right. great. And I'm like, how is your very hard demanding job? You know? Um, but we've been flip-flopped through that in seasons. Absolutely. In our marriage, you know, I mean, I didn't necessarily love the very newborn postpartum stages and he would have a great day right. and come home and not really know what he was walking into. And so there's different stages where Yeah, you just have to learn how to emotionally support each other and connect through that and not let it become something that separates you. And so, I mean, we're 13 years into marriage and still really clunky in this area and yet trying to figure that out. So, yeah. And then how to bring the boys alongside it and support their emotional needs. And it's just, it's exhausting on a level I can't even Mm. define. So yet, so worth it. I mean, this is what we wanted. I mean, I feel like for me, we got to this point, we're just about to be at the three month mark. I already feel like our kids have grown by leaps and bounds. I'm just I'm so proud of them. And I think that's true of Michael and I too. We just maybe don't see it as much in ourselves. But so, I mean, there's so much to celebrate. It's just, you have to stop and reflect on that part or it just feels kind of grueling. So Mm -hmm. yeah. You're doing a good job. It's not like all roses. Thank you. 
Thank you. I do feel like, again, I, I don't know why I feel this bloom where I'm planted yeah. mentality, but I do wake up every day still happy and excited about where we are and ready to take on a new day and yeah. work through the hard. So I'm really proud of you. Thank you. I'm proud of myself, if I'm going to be honest. I really am. This is a big freaking deal. Yes. This is yeah, been very hard. So anyway, that's what's up with me. Putting um, in the reps. It's funny. People use that phrase for dating too. Okay, sure. And I'm like, ugh, hard pass. I get I get the idea behind it, but I have such like a visceral reaction to being like, so you're telling me that I have to go on a bunch of dates with a bunch of boring ass dudes and like the number of people I go on dates with will help me find someone that I want to spend the rest of my life with. <laughs> right. I mean, in a way though, it's, it's just practice, right? It's practice. That's true. In filtering out what you want and what you don't want. So I think with the mentality of knowing I'm not going to just go on one date and it be the one and everything's perfect. You mm -hmm. have to, you do have to put in the reps. Dang it. That's so true that it relates yeah. to dating. I do feel like it makes more sense to me in your 20s yeah. because you don't really know who you are. And so it's like, yeah, go out with a bunch of different people and like figure out what you like, what you don't like. I mean, I guess, I mean, here's the thing. I am still dating. It's not like I'm like, don't date. But I think in your 30s, it's a little bit different just because I feel like I know myself so well now. And so I'm like, the amount of people I'm willing to actually spend time with in person is so few because I've narrowed it down. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes no, sense. No, totally. Because you you also know what you're looking for and you have an amazing right. life already. So you don't want to waste time on putting in reps with some guy that isn't worth your time, you know? Exactly. Yes. But I am very glad that like I have dated. So, I mean, I guess I have been like putting in the reps now that I'm thinking about it. I'm mm -hmm. like, right. Yeah. Years of dating lots of different people. Like, yeah, that's interesting. I feel like my uh, journey of putting in reps and I wonder if you agree with this like as my friend has been less about dating and more about just like allowing myself to have really fun experiences that might not go anywhere but the point is to have fun and like be in the moment and then See, that's you're it you're really good about that okay this makes me think of can we talk about Tom should you tell the Tom story Oh, right. Tom. Yeah. You got it. You got yeah, I, I feel I, like I can't stop thinking about this. And I feel like we reacted to this so differently. So I feel like it's an interesting conversation. Mm -hmm. Talk about Tom. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. So when I left you uh, in Berlin, I flew to Belfast to go to this conference. And like quick thing on this conference, it it's called One Young World. It's for like literally people who are changing the world. So we were sponsoring it. So I had to go for like work purposes. And it was the most intimidating thing I've ever been to. Everyone in that room was so much smarter than me. And I'm not saying that to be like, I don't know, self-deprecating, like literally so much smarter and doing things that are actually like shifting historically how we will look at certain topics in the future. You know, like yeah. it's mean, that, crazy. Like intimidating. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I am having to go to all of these like happy hours and dinners like by myself. And so my goal was like, 
ask a million questions and don't let anyone ask you any questions because you don't want to have to be like, oh, I'm a brand marketing director at MailChimp. And they're like, oh, cool. Like I escaped uh, Afghanistan and the Taliban is like still has a bounty on my head because I was fighting for women's rights. And I'm like, awesome. <laughs> like, so I do advertisements on TikTok. So we're the same. Like, <laughs> yeah. What is happening here? Oh, gosh. So... Anyway, it was amazing. I felt like I learned so much and just was exposed to so many interesting people. But at one of these happy hours that I had to go to, I was like, all right, don't, you know, don't be awkward. Like you can do this. And so I'm like getting a drink at the bar, have my little name badge on and I turn around and immediately make eye contact with this guy that's coming in the door. And it was like one of, you know, I'm dramatic, but it was one of those like things slow down a little bit moments. Mm. We made eye contact and I was like, oh, he's cute. And then, but he immediately just comes over, like comes across the room and I'm like, oh, and he's like, hi, I'm Tom. He has a British accent, which I'm not going to do on here, but he's from London. I don't think I knew he had a British accent. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, And then from then on out, It was like Tom and I were dates for the evening and it was fascinating like how we've talked about this before, how you can just like have chemistry with people Mm -hmm. and you know, I didn't know him from Adam and we just immediately had chemistry. I was very at ease. We had tons to talk about. He's very smart. He is the CEO of this nonprofit based out of London, but it was just like this ease where, yeah, he was like getting more, getting my drink throughout the night, you know, being like, did you get something to eat? Like introducing me to people. Taking care of you. Taking care of me. I just met him. Yeah. And even like we're maneuvering through the crowd and he's doing that like hot thing that guys do when you're interested in them. It's not hot when you're not interested in them of like putting their hand on the small of your back. Oh my gosh, Tom. Yes, Tom. So at the end of the night, I'm just like feeling bold. And I do feel like this is kind of in my summer of like having lots of kind of neat, cute, interesting experiences. And so mm-hmm. I was like, I could do another drink. And he was like, absolutely me too. I have this bar in mind, we should go. So we end up having this night where we're very much like a couple. And Mm -hmm. we're walking around Belfast having these very interesting conversations. It's like very comfortable, very at ease, blah, blah, blah. We get to like one in the morning. And he's like, okay, um, so actually, I'm engaged. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I was like, Okay. So my immediate response is like, why are you getting married, my dude? (laughs) Like... And I mean, also, you know, I have like a, um, everyone's going to try to murder me. So we, when we were first together, I was like, so just to check in, you're not going to murder me. Right. And he was like, I'm definitely not going to murder you. Are you going to murder me? And I was like, TBD. We don't know. (laughs) See how this night goes. But so it led to this very interesting conversation where part of my brain was like, that's kind of sleazy. I mean, that was my first thought. I was like, all right, you shouldn't be doing this. I would not be happy if I was your uh, fiance. But also... It kind of like alleviated the pressure of anything happening. So there was like a safety in it. And Mm. so I was like, okay, let's talk about why you're getting married. And then we had this long conversation about that and like what I want and whether I want to get married. And then we talked about kids and talked about freezing my eggs. So it was weirdly like ended up propelling us into this even deeper conversation. And then we like walked to the corner at like two in the morning, I think, where like we would split off to go to our hotels and we hugged each other and said goodbye. And then we've never, I mean, obviously we didn't ever see each other again. 
Oh my gosh. Tom. Y'all, what the heck? I can't, <laughs> my heart is broken in so many ways. Which is hilarious because yes, when I told you this story, you're like, oh, I'm just so devastated for you. And I was like, fascinating. That's not my response at all. My response was like, I had this fun night with this hot boy in Belfast, period. I know, but there's no, I mean, I, I'm so impressed by your ability to end it there and be satisfied with that. I think I go so much chemistry you meet mm-hmm. at this thing you're both drawn to each other you obviously both wanted to spend time together mm-hmm. he's an interesting person obviously very smart british don't get me started yeah i just am like this feels it does it feels like a meet cute it feels like mm-hmm. a, a movie and yet then i'm so mad at him because if i'm his fiance oh yeah I don't want him hanging out with a darling girl till 2 a.m. with this amazing chemistry. Yeah, that's sleazy, you know. I think I also go, if I'm Tom and I am wanting to hang out with you till 2 a.m., I'm missing something in my relationship. That's what I go to because I'm like, oh, if I've ever had desire like that, it's because something else is lacking. But then that goes back to... The whole thing of like, you can have chemistry and slash like soulmate-ness with a million different people. I know. So you still make the choice to love who you want to love and spend your life with. God, it's so confusing. I know. It's very confusing because I do think that everyone could have good chemistry with a lot of people on the planet. Yeah. And so you're kind of just like, yeah, like you said, like you're choosing a person, you've made a decision. And I feel like a lot of people don't acknowledge the fact that they could have chemistry with someone else or find someone else attractive and then they think that they're like doing something wrong and I'm like it feels very human to me that we're gonna like find other people really attractive even if we're in a relationship like that part of our brains it's very animalistic like we're not turning it off like of course we have chemistry or you know attractiveness to a lot of different people okay but there's no part of you that was mad or just taken off guard like there was no part of you that's gonna be like Tom what the hell why didn't you tell me sooner like I wish he had just told you sooner. I feel like I said that to him. I was like, or sooner is interesting. Huh, right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, you should have told me for your girlfriend's or your fiance's sake. And your sake, though. I mean, I feel a little like... but I'm like, I had such a fun night. No, you're not mad about it. No. Do you feel like that's your age, Megan? Or you've always been that way? No, my age, Megan. I think that that's like maturity, dating for this long, being confident in yourself you know and it's is like it a little jaded like you're like uh like the expectation of it amounting to something is lower or that's not part of it um probably just because i feel like there's so few people i want to be in a relationship yeah, so with. you're like this is fine i had a fun night and it was great and yes. it never has i never have to see him again oh my god how do you do that and that's also like self-protective sure. too, I'm sure, you know, because it's like, like I said, there was a level of comfort as soon as he told me that he was engaged because I was like, great, like nothing can happen. It doesn't have to go past this to where it gets more complicated. I mean, that makes sense to me. I think what's also hard about that is that I think for most people, but especially you, I would say is like your best self when you can just be free. Exactly. You're like the friendly, easy to be around person that probably like these first dates from Tinder. What are, what are the apps called these days? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, 
Bumble. Right, I don't, I don't know. know. Bumble. Probably those. Probably a first date with a stranger isn't going to get to see that side of you because it's so polished or performative or whatever. Exactly. And you don't necessarily have. There's no way Tom's not in love with you. Anyway. <laughs> also with the apps, yeah, there you're not going on a date with someone from the app because you have chemistry with them. Right. That's what's tricky. Yeah, you match on paper. Right. And then you get there and then you like figure out if you have a chemistry or not. So, okay. When I'm saying it that way, I'm like, I, yes, of course there was disappointment of like, oh man, I, I don't often have this type of chemistry with someone, but I think also being like halfway across the world, it's not like this happened in Nashville. Right. Where I was like, oh my God, I have this amazing chemistry with someone who lives down the street from me. Yeah. What if I run into him again? Or what if I, yeah. I was like, yeah, or maybe we could actually date. I don't know. You know, it felt very like I'm on vacation and I get to just be whoever I am right now in this moment. And then I never have to see this person again. So I'm just going to like 1000% be myself, which as I'm saying this, I'm like, there's some work to do there as to why I'm not doing that on other (sighs) dates, I guess. All the work, enough of the work. Okay. But this also makes me think about, didn't you watch that movie on Netflix? Love at first sight. (laughs) Yeah. This is exactly it. It's American girl who meets this British boy when she's flying to London and then they get married and live happily ever after <laughs> that's true you, you don't need i know i guess need it as much as i and as much as i need it for myself so i would i put that on you needing it but i do think our like like our histories are different like you got married very young you haven't been dating how long have you been married 13 years yeah so think of 13 years worth of dating oh god right you know it's just it's just a different thing and and also who you are now at 39, like I feel, I don't know. It's not that I don't want a partner, but I'm just like, I feel very happy with my life. So the, the person that I would be willing to bring into my life really has to be like, I really have to connect with them. They really have to be like knocking out of the park. You know what I mean? So so to me, the odds of meeting that person, which maybe this is like very negative, it just so far have proved to be low. So I think I'm not expecting that every time I yeah, go on a date. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Just what a fascinating yeah. little me cute, know. you know? Yeah, it was really fun. He Tom. sounds like a great guy other than, I don't know. <laughs> other than, yeah. I, do, I did appreciate like once I was like, okay, well, why are you getting married? He was very honest, which I appreciate. He was like, I I don't know. And I was like, okay, let's talk about it. He was like, I don't know. I'm like 36. She seems great. It feels like the time I want kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, right. Yeah. I think a lot of people are making mm-hmm. that decision. Yeah. And that's not necessarily wrong. It's just, it's not always right. this super dynamic chemistry filled soulmate type thing. Sometimes it's, it's might be this or nothing. And I really want these things. Yeah. And it's like a practical choice. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah, it is. Well, thanks for telling it. I'm kind of obsessed with it. I know. And I love that. You know, I love that you got a lot out of it. <laughs> 
I mean, I got a lot out of it too. You know, I was like, I, I love that. I love that. Yeah. It was so fun. I felt very free. I felt very much like myself. And I'm like, yeah, I can flirt. I can have someone make eye contact across the room and immediately come over oh, to me. You know, it's awesome. like a good, like self-confidence totally. boost. I love it. Anyway, that was really long winded. I'm going to just go on a limb and assume that our hyper fixations are going to be on the same thing. Am I right? Should we say it on the count of three? <laughs> <laughs> yes. One, two, three. Taylor, Taylor Swift and Travis, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <gosh. laughs> oh my gosh! I love it. I mean, oh truth be told, I've been hyperfix hyperfixating on it since the second it started. But here oh, we are. Oh I my gosh! Cannot get enough. I can't get enough. Can you figure out? Why we can't get enough. <laughs> Why our brains are like this. Yes. God, no. And it's feeling borderline like unhealthy at this point. But it's making me so happy on so many levels. I mean, I think the world just needs it right now. It's giving know, so many really so much joy. I'm obsessed. I know. And I'm really scared they're going to break up. I know. I mean, so is everyone. I feel like uh, the world will go into a deep depression if that happens. But I know no. it is. I was just trying to figure out like, why are we so obsessed with it? I mean, I, I, I know you do too. See some hilarious TikToks about it. And it'll be like some random woman in the UK who's like, I don't know why I care. I'm not even a Taylor Swift fan or whatever. But I think also I because I'm just going through the Beckham series, it's like, mm. it's such a high profile couple. And of course, we love Taylor Swift. And she's been so private with so many of her other relationships. And man, when they are showing up at these restaurants, and he has red lipstick smeared in his mustache. Obsessed, I obsessed. <laughs> It's so hot. It's so hot. hot. And I think as a fellow tall woman, she is finally, I mean, I think she has dated a few tall guys, but he's just so big and strong. I'm like, I just, she finally feels like tiny and like taken care of. And I don't know. I'm so obsessed with it. I cannot get enough. Yeah. You know what I think it is for me is um, he has been so earnest and unabashedly into her. I know. And I think that that is the thing that is the hottest to me. Like he has straight up made a friendship bracelet with his phone number on it and tried to give it to her. And then obsessed. like has just been like, yeah, Taylor's incredible. She's amazing. Like just he's not playing it cool at all. Uh-uh. And that to me is the hottest thing. Absolutely. Because he's just humbly putting himself out there like, yeah. I want to know this girl. I just do. So I'm going to tell the whole world and I'm going to put myself out there. Yes. And she's incredible. And she deserves like this kind of attention. And, you know, I don't know. Also talk about like hot, like hand placement on the back when they were mm. getting out of the car and he put his mm. hand, he like slid his hand across her stomach yeah, to know. make sure that he was closing the door. Also, we need help. We need <laughs> professional help. I'm like, I am envisioning exactly the scene you're talking about. 
God. But I'm just like, yeah, can someone just like, first of all, pay attention? I don't know. Just take care of me a little bit. Like I don't, I think that's what's interesting is she doesn't need someone to take care of her. I don't need someone to take care of me, but it would be really nice if someone was thinking about me besides myself. Absolutely. The little considerations. That's all we want. We want to be taken care of, seen, nurtured even. I know. I love it. Okay. So this was what I was going to tell you earlier. This has honestly been maybe my favorite day I've ever lived in Berlin. I went today um, on a little afternoon date with Kepler and we went to see the Taylor Swift movie. Oh my God. I'm so jealous. (laughs) My gosh. How was it? So here's what's so funny is I've been wanting to see it. Of course. I have a group of girlfriends here that I had been like, hey, we should go see this. And then I got panicky because I was like, some of them aren't really Taylor Swift fans. Like I needed Mm. to be with the right person because of how obsessed I am. And so I was thinking about it. I mean, Michael like entertains me by liking her or whatever, but Kepler is super in. So I also was nervous because I was like, okay, I'm seeing all these TikToks of the theaters in the US where girlies are getting up and dancing and doing friendship bracelets. I'm like, are the Germans going to rally, you know? So we get to the theater we like got all these little snacks, of course. I let him get a Coke. So I was so excited. You know, we just <laughs> like, you can get whatever you want. I mean, we <laughs> ate like an entire bag of Haribo gummies. It was just so fun. So, I mean, the thing starts and it's like the three girlies next to me are dancing in their seats, singing the mm. lyrics. And I was like, I am loving y'all's vibe. And the one on the end didn't hear what I said. She was like, oh no, is she mad? Are we too loud? And they were like, no, 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 she loves it. And I was like, Like, everyone's vibing already. So then we get to, I think it was more like the red and the 1989 songs. Mm. And we start going up to the front to dance. So me and Kepler go down and join them. And it was like almost the whole theater was down dancing. And we're kind of like running into each other and no one's mad about it. It. I mean, it is just, I am sweating. I'm almost oh crying at parts because we're having so much fun. And just with my little buddy who, I mean, he just was letting himself loose and being silly with me. And I'm just, I'm, I'm a psycho. So he's just laughing along. We're having the best so time. So sweet. It's so sweet. So then the movie ends, you know, after three hours. <laughs> right. It's a commitment. I mean, this is, this is the matinee show. This is like 4 p.m. on a Saturday. So, I mean, people were really rallying. Well, then the three girls next to us um, came over and gave us friendship bracelets. No, stop it. I'm and so jealous. One of, them, one of them goes to me, she goes, you're a true fan. <laughs> and I was like, did you feel like, like knighted or something? I was literally so proud of myself. She was like, you knew every word. <laughs> I was so proud. So then they kind of wanted to know more. I mean, I couldn't tell where they were from. So they, it, we ended up sharing information because they all three met through the international women's club of Berlin. And I mean, I mean, I think these girls are half my age, but they like loved me. And oh my God, I thought you were going to say international. National Taylor Swift Club of Berlin. No, but basically, and then when I told them my name was Taylor, they were like dead. They were like, oh we love you. They're like, please come to some of our meetings. We want to hang out. 
I mean, they were so cute. And they were um, France, Germany, and Romania. Those were that's so, so cool. that was cool because that's the other part. Is I mean, I am dancing in this theater of you know mostly women, but some men and some little boys. And you kind of were like, English isn't even the first language for probably ninety percent of this theater. And then I mean, I wish I could know how many countries were in that room. And mm-hmm. I just so uniting. I can't get over it. I mean, Kepler and I were really after it. And we were just going on and on about how much fun it was and all these different parts. Mm. And then he just kind of sighed and he goes, yeah, I mean, that's just the power of Taylor Swift. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. He oh is like God. your child I'm through obsessed. and through. So then the whole train ride home, we were looking at TikToks because there's, do you remember from the show, there's one dancer in particular, he's a black man, he's kind of larger, and she utilizes him in some of the songs for like cutesy little things. I'm obsessed with him. So Kepler was just loved his vibe. So we found him on TikTok, and then I just saw that his brother played for the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> okay, I saw this too. And I'm like, wh- wh- why isn't everyone talking about this all why the time? Why is this brand new information? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm obsessed. So, we were, so then we started going the rabbit hole of like all the... So then that was so cute because... I mean, Kepler, of course, isn't on like Instagram or anything. So he found out today that Taylor's dating Travis Kelsey. And he was like, wait, I know. I know Travis Kelsey. I'm like, I know. Can't you believe it? Like, so he was obsessing over the combination of these two. Like in real time, in the most innocent way. So then we were looking up all these TikToks together. I was like, this is the best day of my life. I've never felt more closely bonded with my nine-year-old son. I was about to say. (laughs) Also, I just love that he is getting exposure to this. You know, I just feel like it's such a different generation of boys that we are raising and you're raising that he's being taught to be like, yeah, Taylor Swift is literally the best point blank period. And I just don't know if there was a lot of women that boys were being taught to look up to like that when we were growing up. Totally. And the fact that he, I mean, his probably his favorite Taylor Swift song is The Man. And we had to talk through what those lyrics mean. And and of course, there's a part in All Too Well where you have to yell F the patriarchy. And so I'm just like, whatever, like this is part of it and unifies so many different types of people. And it's just what the world needs. I'm just completely obsessed with it. And it gives me so much joy. And I'm so grateful to be alive during this era of Taylor Swift. It's amazing. I mean, I agree. I agree. And thank God for the Kelsey brothers too. Truly. We could go on and on about them too. I know now I'm suddenly caring about football again and their podcast. My parents were like, we never would have thought that you care about the NFL. I'm like, to be clear, I do not. But Mm -hmm. do I care about the Kelsey brothers? A thousand percent. I know. Listening to their podcast, watch the documentary. Like I'm invested. It's too much. I'm with you. I love it so much. So anyway, wow. What a great hyperfixation. We're starting to run a little long and keep going so much longer, but, um, this just what a what a day brought me so much joy. I know. Love it. Um, all right. I love you very much. Yes, I love you too. Until I find a therapist, Taylor Swift will remain my therapist. I mean, <laughs> reasonable. That's what we're all doing. <laughs> all right. Well, um, so good to talk to you. We're yeah. off on fall break, off to a fun little adventure, Yay. and then I'll get to come back next week and tell you about it. Great, can't wait. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.